sitting around a table with other people. The show is being broadcast today from Santa's Gaming Library, way up here at the North Pole. I am one of your co-hosts, Josh, and I am joined around this deep green and red speed plot surface game table by the other members of the board, Andrew, Heather, and Drew. Hello, hello. Oh, it's been so long. This trek to the North Pole was so <laughs> right. long. It took I us know. ages to get here. Yeah, well, we had to be nice to the reindeer, you know. Yeah. That's right. The planes only go so far. Right. It was, it was that it was that last, you know, 60-mile walk that was a little, mm-hmm. little rough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so how is everybody? Good. So good. I busy. have missed. Yeah, busy. I've been I've so missed busy. talking to y'all through the internet, but in like the last month I've seen all three of you. So that's been an interesting experience. Isn't that fantastic? It was so good. And so bless yeah. your hearts for meeting me. So <laughs> that's true. It's like degrees of separation from Drew at this point. Right. Yes, that's how the world of board gaming is measured. So it's what so what away. convention are you going to, Drew? Okay, we'll be sure not to go to that one. Yeah, right. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, you mentioned conventions. I mean, that, you know, is a big part of why we've been so busy. We've all been hitting up the convention circuit to end up the year, right? It's always just a big push at the end of the year, I feel like. Mm -hmm. It's just, Mm -hmm. that's the way that it's felt like. Because going to BGG Con and then having the holiday the next week and then the week after that was PAX Unplugged. It's just been all over the place. So... Mm -hmm. It's good to sit down, not have a convention coming up, and to be able to do things like this wonderful podcast. Well, plus you have a little kiddo to come home to now, so like that's a whole yeah. new thing for you. Well, yeah, I mean that's a great reason to not want to go to those. So I think, and then when they get old, and then when he gets old enough, you know, I'll just be like, I'll just be like Josh and Andrew and take him to these conventions. Yeah, there so. you go. Yeah, this uh, this BGG was my very first uh, opportunity to take one of my sons with me to uh, to a real game convention. He's been to the local one here, which is fantastic, but it's a very much a local con. Um, And uh, and so that was, you know, his first opportunity and he was excited about it. So I got him uh, out of school a couple of days and we went to to BGG and he was his head was just. <laughs> but it's beautiful to see that it is beautiful yeah, to see that and so because th- yeah yeah at a board game convention they blow up and it's confetti inside so it's okay right, right. that's right <laughs> it's bad. that's right yeah. maybe a dice uh, here and there a little bit of dice but that's about it. it is fun taking your kids to conventions i took my son to dice tower east and that was mm. his first one and it was it was just a fun experience to be able to share it with him how how old was he when you brought him to Dice Tower East? Uh, Ten. Yeah. So this was okay. So we brought all three of our kids to PAX Unplugged this year, and our, our, <laughs> oh, our daughter's fifteen, right? She was fine. She's got her own phone. We're like, you can go do your own thing or not, like whatever. Um, but she didn't want to be alone, so she was kind of cl- like clinging on to us, but was also like, oh, all you're doing is interviewing people. It's so boring. I was like, well, then go do stuff, right? <laughs> but then my 12-year-old, uh, he also had um, a phone, and we're like, you can go kind of do your thing, but like, I just kind of want to know where you are, right? Because he's 12, right? Don't leave mm-hmm. the convention center, obviously, that kind of stuff. But our nine-year-old, wow. What? This is his first convention. <laughs> I... It was so much more exhausting to add that third kid than my, either my wife or I expected. Like, I 
cannot express how much more and and it's also possible that like like i hadn't i haven't been to a really big convention that i like really worked right like you know when i go to a convention like unplugged like i'm working the convention floor right like i have right i, I print out the expo map i have highlights and outlines like i do with this whole it's stu it's crazy i'm i'm very dumb um but like so i'm working the show floor right like i'm not there to ch i mean it's fun for me it's my hobby but i'm not there to work like you guys but i'm also not there to just kind of wander around so like i'm hustling the whole time and i haven't done that in a couple of years but adding that third kid man whoo <laughs> he got lost once we completely lost him that oh was awesome. no well so i was doing an interview at the wise wizard booth so wise wizard announced their new imprint wacky wizard games for their you know the younger crowd which of course was of interest you know to my channel and like He's like, Dad, I got to go pee. I'm like, OK, you see that bathroom right there? Yeah, you see that? OK, go to that bathroom. I'm going to be right here. Go to that bathroom. Don't forget to wash your hands because <laughs> he's that age and yep. come right back to me here. He's like, OK. Right. So I finished the whole interview and I'm like. Where's my son? <laughs> so I'm like. Because it's been way longer than it should. It's been longer been, right? than I it, like. Like if he was, if he was like, I gotta go pee, and then he realized that he had to do more than pee, like reasonable amount of time. So, so I go. Fortunately, I also am a man, so I went into the men's room. I did like you know the, the uh, Drew. You haven't done this yet, but Josh, no. you have like the kind of the casual glance under the not like all uh -huh. the way under the stall, right? Like, just to look at the check. shoes. The shoe yep. check, yes, looking, exactly. Right. Yep. Are you looking yeah. for little feet or big exactly. feet? Yep. Exactly. So I did. I did the shoe check, and I'm like, nope. Oh no. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. So, but we, but we thought about this. We thought of this. Was, we figured this out. I had taken his uh, air tag off of his Kindle and put it in his back pocket. Oh, you're a genius. So I'm like, I got this <laughs> right. Here's okay. Here's the dirty rotten truth about air tags. Air tags are really good if you want to locate something like in the world. And they're really good if you want to locate something like in 30 feet of where you are. But a convention hall, not so good. Oh, no. Oh, not no. so good. So I'm wandering <laughs> around. I'm holding my freaking phone out like a compass. Like, I'm like, eh, where are we going with this? Thing? Never found him with that. I, I was looking down. Like, so I texted my wife and it was a whole thing. Blah, 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 and we're like, we're doing the like, you know how the um, enforcers do the sweep at the end of the show when they're trying to get people out. Like, we're doing yeah. that, that with two people. Right. <laughs> so eventually I looked down and like the sea of humanity parted and there he was just like he wasn't even freaked out he was just like do 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 i'm like elliot get over here i'm going to murder you dead so that i never lose you again like, oh and he's like like what i'm like do you even understand why i might be upset right now he's like no i was just wandering around I'm like, ah! uh, he's like nine going on 50 so yeah anyway <laughs> oh See, Drew's still in that sweet spot where your kid is right where you left him. Yeah, right? uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's yep. so exactly. it's so easy when they're still in the carrier. Like when you can yeah. pick them up and put them down somewhere, and you're done. It's fine. And then you have to like bring the cage, right? Like which is not a, it's not a cage, yep. it's like a pack and player. The pack and play. I'm not, yeah. I'm not putting my kid in a cage. And then you got to bring that, but it's still it's okay, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, but then after that, like once it's they, when they start climbing those, the walls of the pack and play, yep, that's right. oh yep, man! Yep. From that you, point forward, you're done. <laughs> yeah, yep. that, that's when it gets hard. That's when things start breaking. It's, it's yep. 
Look, I'm well aware that my problems, you know, even six months from now is going to be completely different than what it is right now. So it's I'm, all awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, let me let me be honest. It's all awesome. But like this nine year old, he's like all the worst parts of me. Right. Oh, no. So basically, I'm like, after I'm done being mad at him, I just look at my wife and I apologize. Like, that's pretty much how it goes. Like, I'm so sorry. Because I see it. I'm like, this is frigging me. This is me. Oh, Did you have worst. to like stop and be like, what would I do? No, I didn't. I didn't <laughs> go that I far. I went to the bathroom. <laughs> no, because like, okay, I'm, he, he's, okay, he's a lot like me, but also he's the third child. He's like yeah, the baby yeah. of the family. So he's got yeah. some of that I'm an idiotness in him. Yeah. Whereas I, as the first child, was just like headstrong and stubborn. Yes. Yeah. You yeah. just take control. Like you've yeah. got the plan. Yep. Like you're the yeah. one. I, yeah. I mean, we, I, yep. yeah, all the stereotypes, all of them. Yep. And my daughter, as the firstborn, is the same way. Yeah, my son is a first. He's a first first child. The one mm-hmm. I took to Dice Tower East. So mm-hmm. he was he's he's the best. He's the reason we had the second child. <laughs> <laughs> I do I do tell my I do tell my, my nine year old, I'm like, you know, if you were first, you might have been an only child. <laughs> I know right? <laughs> <laughs> they trick you. They trick you with that first kid. <laughs> And so that's the uh the so the moral of the story, what I'm picking up, what everybody's laying down is don't take your children to conventions. That's that's the story. <laughs> I saw so <sighs> many babies though. I, I did too. So many awesome. babies at PAX. <laughs> I, so we brought like die cut stickers with us, like for the family gamers, you know, and we had the ones that said like for the family gamers, and we had the ones that said play games with your kids. Yeah. And I gave it a couple. I think I gave you some, Heather. Um, yeah, I got some. And, but like on Sunday, I was like. I'm like handing them out like Tic Tacs. I'm like, let's go. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like like making it rain. Right. And I'm like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, every one of these costs 75 cents. Every right. one of these costs 75 cents. But, but like anytime I held a door open for like a lady in like a stroller, I was like, here's our sticker. Like, you know, whatever. <laughs> but it was cool to see so many babies. That was awesome. You like tip the cab drivers and like yeah. the, <laughs> the Uber drivers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you, you know, you got to be impressed that having gone to several conventions, just knowing what that takes out of you by yourself, right. That somebody was like, I'm going to bring a, I'm going to bring a small child with me and and just, uh, you know, change that dynamic completely. It's, it's uh, Mm -hmm. impressive to see people doing that. I spent a lot more time waiting in the Pokemon line than I had anticipated. (laughs) (laughs) I know that's the one thing my son saw in the pictures. He was like, I saw the Pikachu up in the air. And he's like, I want to go to that one next year. (laughs) I mean, honestly, like, like, you know, this is all fun. And these stories I think are, are, you know, the secret sauce, right. Of, of like board game family kind of Mm -hmm. stuff. But I will say that like, they do an incredible job, and and honestly, I've I've actually never been to Gen Con. It's a thing, whatever. Um, or Origins. My wife's been to Origins. I haven't, but at least at Unplugged, they do an incredible job. Like the whole thing where you can go in and you can just paint a mini for free, or like you oh, can bring yeah. your kids mm-hmm. in and like they just give you like a free mini and some you know access to paint and all this stuff. And and it's it's right on the show floor. It's not like you have to go to some like you know hidden room you know room somewhere and then like the pokemon thing like if you wait in that line and honestly that line moved pretty quick like i think the longest we waited was half an hour and that's when the line was all the way around the booth and they sit down and like they walk you through a super basic like pseudo game and then they walk you through like a like a normal game and then when you're done you go up to the like counter and they give you like a free deck of pokemon cards and a like a nice enamel pin and it's oh, all free. So cool. Like 
they just they just do a really good job. Like I didn't so much care about getting the stuff. Like I got a deck and I gave it to my son. Shock, right? Um, mm-hmm. But it's just like really cool that they had that stuff because I mean, sure, I guess that could also be targeted to somebody like with buying power but it was definitely consumable by a 10 year old and i just thought that was so awesome that you know the pokemon company had this giant booth and they i mean they they were they must have been running like 15 20 tables at once um it was really impressive and like i think that that stuff is really you know because a lot of people have talked about this especially this unplugged because it's like it's like really the first one like where we're like the board game industry is back like this year mm-hmm. has been like that right oh yeah and this and this unplugged has been like that too and it's just it's incredible like there's so many new gamers now yeah. and and just to see to see games that i've i've known have been out for like five years and like just watching people discover them and like mm-hmm. It's so great. It's so awesome to see people discover board games and to see publishers realizing that there's value in just making their stuff available for people to find it. You know what I mean? That was like, that's my, I mean, I guess Josh, like you didn't cue us up for like a takeaway from Unplugged, but like that was my (laughs) biggest takeaway from this convention was like just the fact that like the energy of discovery was awesome. Mm-hmm. I really just, it was so good. I, I definitely like it when, you know, when you go to a, an experience like that and you feel, you, you feel that, that there's that genuine interest in making those connections with their, with their fans. Right. Yeah. That it's not, that it's not just, I mean, obviously there's, there's business taking place and and we all know that. Right. And, and, you know, game companies, you hope are out there not just to make money, but to make something that we all can, enjoy as part of the hobby right mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I, I feel like can you know those conventions done right you can really see that shine through right mm-hmm. i mean it's you know and and i think that's where you you see more of that at some of the conventions that aren't gen con right mm-hmm. where it's not just uh, you know where the, the 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 largest players in the industry aren't outshining everybody else with the 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 volume of their display and stuff you know but um uh, I saw a lot of that myself at BGG and, and it's funny cause I, I had a lot of the, I, the shining point uh, of my experience this year, other than meeting Drew, which was awesome. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, you know, I took my, I, I took my second son, uh, my second oldest son, who's, who's 14 and just in the prime of his, you know, getting interested in board games. He's always been kind of interested in it and he'll play games with me and stuff, but he's getting to be at that age now where like we can play anything. Right. And he's willing to sit down and play a Euro game with me and go toe to toe and, you know, beat me in most cases. Um, but, but, you know, this was his first big convention that we went to. And and so, you know, I had been to BGG before and, and, uh, and so I kind of knew what all was going on. And obviously there's, you know, slightly different things happening every year, but, uh, but there's a lot of the same things. Right. And, and so uh, I kind of had in my head what I wanted to, the notes I wanted to hit. Um, but I also kind of wanted to let him pick too. So I kept kind of throwing things out there. We could do this or we could do that. What do you want to do? And the last day we were there, um, I had met a couple of friends up there um, and we'd kind of use that as an opportunity, just friends of mine from college that I haven't seen in a while. And so they, they were with us most of the weekend, but uh, Sunday, Sunday morning, they, they both got a hold of me. One of them had to catch an early flight and the other one just got a hold of me early in the morning and was like, man, I'm beat. I'm out. <laughs> I can't, I can't come up one more day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so it was just, uh, my son, Matthew and I, and, you know, I was like, what do you want to do? And so 
you know, I was thinking, well, we'll just find a game and play it or we'll, you know, sit down and, and find a demo somewhere. Um, but I had a similar experience. Re- Reaper miniatures was uh, running up a, a take and paint or paint and take, whatever you call it. Yeah. Um, and, and it was a little off the beaten track. We kind of had to find the room, but I was aware that it was on the schedule. And I said, you want to go check that out? Cause he's always kind of expressed interest. I do a little mini painting, a little mini painting, um, well, that's because they're not big, right? They're minis. <laughs> right. Well, and a, they keep coming in the door, so I feel like I need to paint them. But at this rate, I'm going to be 612. By right. The time those are done. So, uh, so I was like, you know, hey, would you be interested in this? Because my thought was, you know, you can just sit down and mess something up and it's no big deal. And 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 we went in and the guys running the, the, the Reaper room were just amazing and they mm-hmm. were super helpful. And they set us down, like you said, you know, this, it's your opportunity to just pick stuff up and work with it. And I thought we were going to be in there for like 15 minutes and we, we burned three hours and just had a blast. Right. And there were other people of various ages in there and, you know, you're sitting there kind of just chit chatting with people while you're, while you're doing it. And I just, he was having such a great time doing it. And it was just, you know, it was a huge moment for me as a parent and, and as a gamer. So that was awesome. Heather, what's your story? I want to hear like a a fun story about uh, a recent con. I feel like we all should share one. Um, so, <clears throat> so my last one was, uh, PAX Unplugged. Um, and honestly, it was really nice to go back because PAX Unplugged was my first convention ever last year. Hmm. And so it was nice to kind of like bring it full circle and just see the difference that a year has made. Um, because a year ago I didn't, um, I knew everyone on social media, but I had never met anyone in person, and it just is amazing to me. Like my first year there, I got in a day before um, and I didn't really know anybody yet. Uh, so I was like, I can't like hit anybody up and be like, hey, you want to go get some food? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just kind of explored the city by myself. Like I literally just walked around by myself. I got my badge um, and then I went and looked at like the Christmas market there by myself, went and got food by myself. <laughs> I just spent the whole day by myself. This year, it's a stark, it was a huge difference because, like, it was just so hard to, like, find time to see everyone. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> when we yeah. arrived, I was immediately <laughs> looking for Mo- the guy. Mobbed with fans, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Signing autographs, taking pictures. Um, it slows you way down, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, it just is just a huge difference. Like, I immediately was able to just hit people up and be like, where are you? Let's hang out. Like, what are you doing? And. They're like, we're here gaming, you know, so I met up with like Isaac from Gaming with Sidekicks and Bob, you know, from One Board Family, like Bob, by the way, there. you gotta look out for Bob. Like, that Oh, dude. I love both of them. Oh, like, I love them I've, both to death. I like, met Bob, them both whew. last year at PAX. We yeah. bonded over, that's when I met them for the first time. Uh-huh. We bonded over watching these two guys dressed up as superheroes out in the median <laughs> across the street from the convention center, like jumping for their pictures and like <laughs> superhero <laughs> costumes. Yeah, that's funny. And it was like the best experience. That's when I met them for the first time and we exchanged cards and everything. And then yeah. every convention after, like they found me, you know, and have really like included me in things, which has just been really sweet. And so it was nice to like see them again this year and i learned both awesome, dude. barcelona on my first day like mm-hmm. there so it's just, it, it? It just a, um no it was actually um ryan from japanime games okay because bob yeah. like bob taught me hadrian's wall he is an incredible teacher he yeah. is so good <laughs> it was 
it was Ryan and Isaac had played before. So it was Ryan, uh-huh. Isaac, and Grant. And I oh, learned no. that Grant. Grant and I learned how to play Barcelona at the same time. So like neither one of us had played, but Isaac and Ryan had played. So mm-hmm. they taught us how to play. But it was honestly just really fun. I mean, yeah. it was just a huge difference what this PAX was compared to last PAX. Like I felt more at home. I felt more relaxed. Like it was just cool to see everyone. You know, it's like a giant reunion, basically. Yeah. Also, I, know, I love like, that Drew Grant can go by his first name now. What? Everybody, if somebody says Grant, everybody knows who you're talking about. I know, right? One hundred percent. Well, it's funny. just, I mean, it it just blows me away how welcoming the community is in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just like, I just love going to the conventions, and this just, it just was really sweet that here I was back again at the same convention. I spent my first day alone at last time, and I just had so many wonderful friends to hang out with this time. Awesome. So that, I mean, honestly, that was that's like my biggest takeaway. It was just like a really nice family reunion. You know, that's one of the things that I always tell people when they, you know, when they, when they say like, why would you go to a convention? You can play games at home for free, you know? And and I'm like, that's the experience, right? That it's yeah. You can play games while you're there and you should, you know, mm-hmm. but it's the experience of seeing all those people that maybe you only see at that yeah. convention. Right. Mm-hmm. But you see them year after year and it's an opportunity to, you know, touch base and laugh with them and, and, you know, and maybe you play a game, but maybe you don't. Maybe you're just standing around talking, you know. That's, it took us 40 great. minutes to get into the first room that we went to because we kept seeing people like on the way into the room. It was like, <laughs> yeah. like the elevator yeah. door is open and it's like the tantrum house guys are there I and, know. and stuff. And That's it's, like, the experience. It took us so long. It's I mean, awesome. I love it. Yeah. When my husband went to Origins with me. Um, he was like, we can't walk five, you know, like <laughs> steps without somebody yep. knowing you yeah. stopping Stop being so like, famous. You can't get anywhere because you know everyone. <laughs> we, we, um, we had some extra board games because um, Hachette had just accidentally sent us doubles of a couple games. So we're like, well, what are we going to do with these? So we're like, so we posted on like our discord and stuff. And we we're like, if you just stop one of us and just say, hey, you know, like I know the family gamers, we'll give you a game. Like it's it's in the backpack. Just stop us and ask for a game, and we'll just give it to you. And people recognized us and stopped us and asked for games, and that was awesome. Like it's just cool, you know that's what I mean? Fun. So that's fun. What an experience, Drew. How was your experience? Yeah, what's your story? Drew? I have one too many. No, um, <laughs> right. <it out. laughs> I feel like I feel like going to BGG Con and going to PAX Unplugged. It was basically a blink of an eye, and I was at both. So. Uh, two very separate conventions with two very different takeaways, but both pretty positive in that aspect. Um, I would say for BGG Con, I would say that one of the experiences being that uh, making really good connections, uh, making uh, of that nature, being able to sit down, play. It was a very laid back convention to where I could sit down, play and be able to hear people's game. You know, uh, I felt bad because, um, I felt bad because, uh, Josh was with me, uh, um, at that convention and I left him at the booth for like two hours because I was doing a play test of a game that took two hours to learn how to play. But it was really, it was really cool. And in the fact that how many people would walk by, uh, the booth and really taught me that, Hey, anybody can be a game designer. So many people walk by, I have a game that I'm working on, you know, how much would it cost to get this 
produced and everything like that uh, in that in that area. But I got to hang out with some people, too, who I never really got the chance to hang out with at other conventions. So like Matt Ryan from Envy Born Games, like like we hung out. We've been in the same like people group and things like that. But like this one, it was mostly him, myself, a couple like a handful of other people. And we would just go grab a drink. We go back, play a game. It would just be so much fun in that. And also, I learned how bad uh, bad he is at Sheriff of Nottingham. So, <laughs> <laughs> some people are just not born bluffers, man. <laughs> no, it was actually funny because when he was the sheriff, he was like, he was like, I will take any and all bribes. He goes, any bribes at all? Anybody? Uh, he goes, I'll take <laughs> openly crooked. Yeah, openly crooked. <laughs> and everybody was honest with it. <laughs> That's so funny. That's hilarious. And so, and so that was that was the great aspect of it. That was BGG Compacts Unplugged. Again, I'll keep it, I'll keep it pretty short. But uh, as I was talking before we started recording, it felt like in this, this was a great networking experience because I view myself to be like someone who does enjoy some time to get to know people, get to talk to different people, get to spend time. And the way that I was able to, you know, introduce people to other people and things like that uh, of that nature, I thought it was an absolutely uh, wonderful experience. I got to spend time with people. Uh, the, the coolest part for me, one of the one of the major aspects of me of for me was I've been talking to a handful of people work wise. I've been talking to them for, I would say, a couple months now, where they possibly want to print their game with uh, What's Games. But it's a whole different story as a gamer myself who you know looks at the work aspect of it, but as well as a gamer getting to go and be a part of their game to play their game that they've emailed me about over and over again and getting to experience mm. that is a really cool um, experience. One of them being uh, more specifically uh, Megamoth Studios. Uh, they are some content creators who are putting out a game um, that's heavily based uh, from their Magic the Gathering background. So it's a really cool card game called X Seekers of Fortune. And I thought that that game was incredibly fun, as well as other people who are on these social media platforms who are designers that I got to, the chance to play with. Um, what was that game? It was um, Salty Scurvy Sea Dogs. <laughs> there's a uh, there there's a content creator on TikTok. His name is Alex, and he has been creating content based around him, him designing his game. His his thing that really got him off and going on the platform is he played the world's longest version of Monopoly just to, and played a turn every single day. And he's going, I think he's like 90 days strong <laughs> where mm -hmm. he plays one turn. So he, uh, he is also designing a game. I got to sit down until uh, the... Uh, what were they called? Enforcers until the enforcers yeah. <laughs> at PAX Unplugged kicked us out. And so <laughs> we played and it was a very interesting tile laying game where it was just, it was really good. I enjoyed that very much. It was, it was, it was, it was very simple to learn and how to play a lot of strategy in it as well. 
The art is not something that's overly grand and beautiful. It's not an Everdale by any means. He did it himself, and it it looks good for the game. Like I was like, this is dogs that are pirates. Like <laughs> this, this is all that it is. And so I thought this is a really fantastic job. So uh, those are my two shout outs of people that I played with at uh, at PAX Unplugged. I played with a lot more people and a lot more games, but. Uh, that that's that's for another time and another tale. But those are the things that I got to take away is that it was a really cool experience to be able to network, see people, understand that anybody can be a designer. It doesn't have to be somebody who, of course, works for a company or anything of that sort. They're looking to pitch out their game ideas to publishers or maybe they're self-publishing themselves. And so which was a really good encouragement from BGG Con. It was a really good encouragement from PAX Unplugged. There was just so much. I I enjoy working with the people who are just getting started, but not just that. I get to see their games and their ideas. So I'm sorry, I've talked way too long. But that is, that's one of the cool things I took away was just that experience of seeing someone's idea and watching, hearing about it as long as I have. So That was awesome. It's a it's a unique perspective that you have because of you know your actual job right that you can see those things so that's cool. Absolutely, and and I and that's the thing that I do enjoy is seeing them go from paper that they've made in their house to <laughs> seeing a prototype to seeing the actual game be printed. But uh, that was the walk away of those two. I was just like I have no negatives about either one of these games. Like I I said I have worked long enough with you that I feel like I could tell you if there were any negatives to these games, but I, I truly can't. So I think that they were ready to go and I think their games will be awesome. So be on the lookout for both of those games. Nice. One final thought, too. Apparently, there's a rumor going around that I start, started a cult. We're not going to get into that too heavily, but <laughs> that's another that's another conversation for another podcast. So, rumor has it the uh, the entry is you have to wear uh, flannel or plaid. I don't think that's right. a rumor. <laughs> there might pretty... be photographic evidence yeah, somewhere. That's, that's it was it was uh, it was a coincidence that all of my friends decided to wear plaid on the same exact day to gather mm. together to take a picture. It just, it, it, it was not anything planned whatsoever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then immediately took off the flannel and plaid because Philadelphia was a lot warmer than it yeah, was right? the year before. <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> well, uh, you mentioned cults. So I'm going to I'm going to pick up that that little cult drop. Um, I want I have a publisher I actually want to shout out because they did something super ridiculously amazing. And that is Panda Cult Games. Does anybody know Panda Cult Games? I had a meeting with them. Their games looked fantastic. I got a quick run through. I thought it looked great. I was very intrigued. So Panda Cult Games makes the Shovel Knight miniatures game so i'm not like a big minis guy like i'm just i I mean i know josh is and maybe now i'm persona non grata or something i don't know but i'm just i've never (laughs) i'm just kidding i'm just kidding i've never been a mini like i'm I'm fine with them like they're whatever but like it's not i I don't i don't seek them out but my boys like i played shovel knight like i'm an old school video gamer my boys played shovel knight they really love it like they my 
my nine-year-old is like obsessed with his grandmother's Atari 2600. He's like super into nice. retro games. So like Shovel Knight was right up his alley. So I, it was on my, on my expo hall map, it was highlighted. I had highlighted the Panda Cult booth because I wanted to bring the boys over to see Shovel Knight, just to see it. Cause it's cool. And so they, they came over and um, so Panda Cult is two people. <laughs> I think, I'm, I think they're a husband and wife team. Um, but it's two people that basically are the company. And so um, they they were giving a demo to my boys and, you know, they played through the whole thing and they're, and they're doing the whole deal. And, um, you know, they, they traded off because like other people needed help or whatever. And they finished the demo and they're like, so what do you think? And the boys are like, this is awesome. And I'm like, this game is not in my budget. <laughs> I was like upfront. I was like, I just I, I cannot. I, can't, I mean, the boxes, I can't do it. Um, and then. My 12 year old's like, Dad, you could totally review this game. And I'm like, Yeah, but like, I'm not, I'm not going to ask for a $125 game. Like, I'm just not going to do that. Like, that's not mm-hmm. my, I'm not that content creator that's like, Gimme, Gimme, Gimme. I'm just not. Right. And they're like, Oh, oh, you can just take one. I'm like, I, <laughs> and they like, like practically forced it on me. So, so they were, they were incredible because they saw how much my boys were like in love with it. They're like, This is amazing. Like, make some content don't feel obligated i'm like if you are going to give me a 125 dollars game number one you're letting me buy the expansion and number two i am writing a review of your game like there is a so <laughs> there's a social contract if you give me a 12 dollars card game in my right. opinion i understand if you don't have it but i have it and if you're gonna if, first of all i'm gonna make my nine-year-old walk out of here with this box i'm not carrying it i mean i don't mind <laughs> but i'm gonna make him suffer um but so so they were just incredible they were so nice they were so nice to my boys and they were so wonderful. They were just wonderful people. And now I have this giant freaking box of Shovel Knight minis in my house. Um, and, you know, we'll review it next year. But they've already like that's the game they've taken out and played like four times since and we've only been back for a week. But like I'll look over and and the funny thing is my son, because I download a, a ton of video game music because I just I love video game music. Like he'll put on Shovel Knight music so they can play Shovel Knight the board game together. <laughs> like it's very cute. So anytime I hear the eight bit music, I'm like nice. I look over and I'm like, just don't forget to clean it up, boys. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just want to shout out the people over at Pandacult because they were just incredible people. They were so nice. And they they finally did relent and let me pay them for the expansion, which I was appreciative. <laughs> it, it just like it was I told them I was like, it's making me feel better. <laughs> If you let me do this, and they're like, "Don't worry about it." Just t-. I'm like, "No, no, 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 no." That's not how this works. <laughs> but um, I did want to give them a special shout out because they were incredible. That's fantastic. That's really awesome. Yeah, I, the person that I was really excited to see at PAX, um, and got to play their new game, uh, was Ammon from Levity Games. Um, mm-hmm. I've Gnome been Hall. following. I met Ammon first at Gamma, actually. Um, in March, yeah, Gamma was in March or April, mm-hmm. yes, around that yes. time. Um, I met him and uh, then because uh, he had Gnome Hollow, but he had like the prototype and he was showing it off, and that's pre the op, you know, and everything. So he like showed mm-hmm. me how to play. And I just remember at Gamma, everyone talking about Gnome Hollow, it was like the big thing that people were talking about. And I was like, Ammon, this game is like gonna go places, <laughs> and so. We set up and I played Gnome Hollow on my Twitch stream like not long after that. He had it on um, Tabletop Simulator. We played mm-hmm. it together on my That's Twitch awesome. stream to kind of show it off. And 
And then he, when I saw him at Origins, he had meetings, you know, then it was like really becoming more, you know, he had meetings like Hasbro played it, like all these companies played it and were like giving him all these different offers. And now eventually like now it's the op is, you know, publishing Gnome Hollow and it's insane. Like, and he just kept saying over and over again, he was like, I'm just so surprised by like everyone is just so excited and the pre-orders are just out the wazoo. Like he's just so excited about it. And I was like, Ammon, it's a really good game. (laughs) Yeah. You did a really good job and he still has like art control. So he's updating the art and he was showing me the new images at PAX and it just looks so beautiful. And I'm just Mm -hmm. so excited and happy for him. Like seeing the original game at Gamma and what it is now, like, and it's going to premiere next Gen Con is when they're going to release it and have it at next Gen Con. Like, I'm just so excited for him. And then that he rules. has this new game. He was in the, um, what was that section called? There's a section that they got chosen. It was right next to Cosmos. Um, I can't think of what it was called, but like a couple of game companies got chosen to be like featured in this little section at PAX. And he had a table there um, and he had some stuff about Gnome Hollow there so people could see it and they could sign up you know, for the info and everything. Um, but his next game is called Twinkle Twinkle and it is right up my alley. It's like a little, <laughs> little square tiles and they're clear and they have cute constellations on them or like mm-hmm. um, wormholes or spaceships and technology. And you're just placing them on these boards that have all these galaxy images. And they're literally like the art for the game he made in his kitchen using alcohol painting like alcohol dripping and painting and then he like changed the coloration of it and that's the game boards um and it's just really cool it's kind of like um sushi go with the points like depending on where you lay if you get like five meteors together it's this many points if you have two it's this many so it's like all about the configuration and everything Mm -hmm. um and you can like swap out some tiles with other people's boards but it's pretty much your own board that you're playing on um, but it was really, really good. So I'm very excited to see all the wonderful things that he's coming up with because I think he's very creative. He's very genuine. Um, and just a really nice person. Yeah. Ammon's a super sweet dude. Yeah. So I have to pile on to that story, but 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 the story I'm going to tell is secondhand. So take that for what it's worth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I heard from this girl that this guy Ammon had a game called Nomala. It was awesome. <laughs> so... <laughs> So uh, uh, one of the game designers I've been fortunate to meet here in the last couple of years is uh, Catherine Dreyer. And uh, I know I love her. Heather, you know her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I've seen Facebook traffic between the two of you. And yep. I was like, what a small world. I we love her so much. <laughs> uh, so, so she and her husband, George, came down to um, TokenCon here in Oklahoma City um, last year. And we got the chance to 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 see them and it was just fantastic we hit it off right away but um but she had posted just the other day a story about him uh and and how he had i guess some 16 year old kid had come up to his booth and was asking him questions about you know designing a game and and but was being real timid about it and i guess he was just like you're a game designer yeah oh well do you have your game and the kid was like oh you know i don't you know he didn't want to like toot his own horn and and apparently, you know, he just swept all of his own game off to the side Aww. and was like, put it out on the table. Let's make this happen, you know, and, and show me your show me your idea and just <laughs> for for anybody. Right. Yeah. Who's 
doing your own thing. You're trying to get your own idea out there to stop and help somebody out who's who's one step behind you. He and that that's huge. He's the sweetest individual. Like he's so kind and just has no um concept of how like he just he's he's very he he underestimates how talented he is. And I think it's awesome that he's just so excited about where his stuff is going. And I'm really excited for him. You know, it's just very cool to see. And I think with that attitude, it's going to, you know, he's going to. Oh, for sure. I mean, that makes me want to rush out and buy Gnome Hollow right now. Yeah, I know. It looks, oh, it's the coolest game. And I told him, I was like, I played it on my Twitch channel first. (laughs) (laughs) No, he just, he's a really, really cool human being. So it's definitely someone that people need to keep an eye on because he's going to keep designing. I mean, he has more stuff, you know, that he's thinking about and more stuff coming out in the future. So I'm very excited to see what happens with him. How about you, Drew? Did you have any special run-ins with uh, publishers, designers? Of course. Um, I would definitely say if you... You met me. Of so course. You know. That was a pleasure. I met... <laughs> I, I, I met I met Josh. I met Andrew. It was it was an absolute wonderful pleasure. And Heather, I got to see her again. So that's yeah, always yeah. always so same old, just, same old. I know. So wait, dandy, wait. So right? Heather, have you met Josh? I haven't. So so Drew Not is yet. the connective tissue of the podcast. Yeah, he's like the Kevin Bacon oh, great. of the podcast. Now you can't get rid <laughs> oh, of me. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I was I was bound and determined to get to PAX U this year because you get you three were going to be there, and I yeah. was like, man, that would be fantastic. And and unfortunately, uh, my schedule fell apart. But we're doing it this next year. We're we're going to yes. find find some place <laughs> to be together next year. Live podcast, we can do this. Oh, so. that would be amazing. Yeah. I'm, I'm down for that. They have the media. The media they room, do. We can do yeah. It. Yeah. Oh, that would be fantastic. I think mm-hmm. that would be great. Um, so. I'll mention two of the uh, the two conventions that uh, went to with BGGCon and PAX Unplugged. Um, two of them that really, uh, and then I'll mention something else that's kind of a special on uh, third aspect, and I'll make it quick. Uh, the first one was there was there was a game, and I've been sitting here on mute trying to look for the card. I can't find it anywhere at the moment, but uh, the publisher, they slipped my mind, but I remember the game cause I bought it and I have a copy of it. And so, uh, but I would have to also look for that. So, uh, it's been wild since coming home, but, um, you do the, have a teeny baby. It's okay. I, I'm, I'm yeah. hoping y'all would you let lose that your mind. Like it's that's, okay. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> We've all been there. Yes. Oh goodness. So the game, the game that I saw at BGG con was called witchcraft. Now it's a pseudo social deduction game, uh, combined with a couple other factors within the game that I think that are super cool and super neat. But the cool part was, is that it was designed by a 15 year old. And mm. it was a really cool experience to see like him and his dad work in this booth from there in Dallas. And it was just a really cool experience. Wonderful people, very creative thought mind. And as well, they were just wanting to see what they could do next. They were like, we had this great idea. We got the game printed. Now we're trying to figure out what to do. And they were like, this is our first booth. We have no idea what we're doing. And I was like, you know, hey, I go to enough of these. Please reach out if you need anything. Gave them my card. They gave me theirs, which is what I've been trying to look for up here. Uh, but I, and I do feel bad that I could not think of it. But it's called Witchcraft, and uh, witch as in W H I C 
H craft. And so hmm. you're trying to find which player is the witch. And so it's a, uh, it's a pretty, it's a pretty cool experience uh, where everybody's playing as villagers. One individual's playing as a witch. Another player is playing as the black cat who's helping uh, the witch. So it's a, I, I thought it was a pretty creative thing, especially for a 15 year old to come up mm-hmm. with and nice. actually That's put cool. that out there to do that. So uh, yeah, definitely look up uh, witchcraft, look that, look them up and be able to support them because they do have more stuff that they're going to be coming out with here later on. So the dad's going to get more involved with the designing process too. So it's going to be awesome. Um, so that was my experience uh, at BGG con, the people that really stuck out to me and that I was like, I really need to, shine a spotlight on them but then the other other one being packs unplugged and i will say this uh they did not have a booth but they were working you know different areas different spots had different places for play tests but fight in a box mm-hmm. seppi with conquest princess like if nobody backed that definitely missing out over on game found it was a fantastic experience as you got to as you got to save your ship as you were working together with your team to fight off and it had a lot of combination of different things that were mixed together certain moves and resource management being able to pick up uh, what you could whenever you moved to different areas and different spots of the ship as well the enemy was drawing closer and it was in a uh, oh man what what is that arcade game from the from the 80s and 90s space Space invader yeah yeah and it had that type of vibe to it as the enemy drew closer each and every turn it was it was wonderful and there's also a video that uh (laughs) the people that i play tested with i play tested with other content creators and they were like we're gonna put this video out and i was like go for it i got to level up my character and i had to describe what was the wonderful uh, fashion that was built from uh, this evolving into this wonderful new uh, hero. And what was their fashion? Because in the game of Conquest Princess, fashion is power. So uh, Seppi did a fantastic job working on that game. I'm very happy that I backed it and very excited to get a copy of it very soon. So I... I, and it was good to actually sit down and talk to Seppi instead of just the quick, hello, Seppi, good to see you, my friend, and then right. walk on. <laughs> actually sit down and him him just having the absolute time of his life. the One of the best like teachers of a game that I've ever seen. Like, I, there was never a moment where I was like, oh, I'm going to check out. I always was dived mm-hmm. into that. And Heather got to play test it also. And so, and demo it. Yeah. Also. He is it a was, really good teacher. He did like a learn as you play and he did a really good job of guiding you. Oh yeah. To get like a good demo of the game in and get a feel for it. And he made it fun too. So that was, mm-hmm. that was the, that was the great aspect of it. So I, uh, I had a really good experience at PAX Unplugged with fight in a box. Uh, then uh, one more shout out, Heather and I, our friend Nicholas Sparkman, who is working, who is collaborating with One First Games, his game Apothecary, their, uh, their game funded very recently, Apothecary funded, it went through, uh, Heather and I got, uh, Heather play tested it at a different time, yeah. I got to play test it at uh, 
where was it? It was Gamma is where I got to play test it. And so mm-hmm. overall, wonderful game, wonderful experience. I have the demo copy. Uh, they were like, here, please take it and do a review over it. So I'm very excited to do that eventually when I get to it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I did. I, I'm very happy that their campaign ended so well and they were able to fully fund the game, too. With with more than what it what they were shooting for, so yeah, that's another one that it's kind of like Ammon's. Like we've seen it at Gamma, and then to kind of see how far it's come, like now in December, what it looks like because the art has changed. He's changed some of the mechanics, like some of the cards have been added. Yeah, it's just it's cool to see a game grow. It really is, and Ammon is a wonderful human being, and you, sh- everyone that's listening and is a part of this podcast or wherever, what's <laughs> happening, should be following Ammon and what he does in the future. Same thing with uh, N- Nicholas Sparkman, or as I like to call him, Sparky. Sparky. Be sure to watch <laughs> out what he's doing. Fantastic ideas and concepts. Big future ahead of both of them. Awesome. And neither of them have paid for this promotional time. Right, that's right. right. That's right. <laughs> this is I what finish? happens when you become friends with Drew. That's I what know, happens. Right? Yeah, right? Can I sneak one more in? This yeah, be... do it. Please do Heck it. Yeah. Okay. So this, um, so both of these guys, Nicholas and Ammon, are relative. I'm saying relatively new to the space. Like yeah. they're up and coming designers, mm-hmm. um, and that's awesome. And I think that we need to see a lot of that. But I just want to give a shout out to somebody who's been in the industry for like 20 something years who has undergone a pretty significant change recently. Uh, and I couldn't be more happy for him. And this is Jason Schneider with happy camper games. Oh so, my gosh. Yes. So Yeah. So if you don't recognize the name, Jason Schneider, he was the vice president of product development for game, right? For 20 years. He, everything at game, right? All the incredible stuff at game, right? Went through him. Um, game, right? Got acquired by Buffalo uh, his position was made redundant or whatever. I don't know. Um, but uh, so he, you know, he got laid off, um, but, you know, he, he landed on his feet. He kind of, I mean, he, he's, first of all, this dude is an incredible, just an unbelievable dude, like unending positivity, just incredible man. Um, and like the day before, like, I mean, obviously he knew about this for a while because he had a booth and everything, but like the day before Unplugged or like two days before Unplugged, there was this announcement that Jason was starting his new his new board game company called Happy Camper Games. And um, their first game was printed and available Mm -hmm. at uh, at the show because GameRight was never like a Kickstarter company. They were around before, you know, they're kind of like the old guard kids publisher, right? Like Habba Games is gone, by the way. I don't know if you know oh, that. No, it's I been didn't a know long that. time. Yeah. So Habba declared bankruptcy. Habba, Habba USA, it's gone. Wow. It doesn't exist anymore. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they're gone. Um, And so, so like GameRight is kind of like the last remaining old guard, but yeah. like even still, um, they're kind of a shell of what they were like that. None of the people like, and I, I live 25 minutes from game right headquarters, like Siaco in Newton, Massachusetts. None of the people that were there are there anymore. None of them. Mm-hmm. Wow. So <clears throat> they exist as a, as a shell of themselves, but Jason has started happy camper and they released their first game trio, mm-hmm. which had another, was it Nana in, yeah, in Spanish uh, Nan- or something like that? Yeah. I think Nana is what, Nana? yeah. People kept telling um, so me. it is it's the same game like if yeah. you have nana you don't need to buy trio but uh, it was a smash hit 
at the show. I brought so many people over to see yeah. it. Um, I, I walked up to Jason. I gave him a huge hug. I'm like, I'm so, so happy for you. Uh, the former director of marketing for Game Right, like, drove down. Like, she's not even in the industry anymore. She left the industry altogether. But she drove down to volunteer in his booth just to help him out, which goes to show you how awesome of a dude he is, right? Yeah. And I was, like, super happy to see her. And, like, it was like it was like that family reunion thing, right? Just like a little micro family reunion in the trio booth. Beautiful. Uh, in the happy camper booth. Um, so the game is called Trio. They sold out Sunday afternoon, mm-hmm. um, which is like perfect, right? Like you don't want to sell it on Friday. You don't want to sell it right. on Saturday. You want to sell it on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I um, saw you on Friday. We were next to each other. <laughs> yeah. I bought it then. I was like, I'm buying it now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I asked him. I was like, look, I will happily buy your game or I will review your game. You tell me what you want and I'll do it. Yeah, he's like, I'd rather get the word out. I don't think he needs to get the word out anymore. No, but that's fine. Yeah, yeah, trio. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's this super simple card game. My twelve-year-old destroys us because he's got like practically a didactic memory. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's a little bit of like trick-taking slash memory. It's super clever, super smart. Plays really quick. Um, it's called Trio uh, from Happy Camper, and I could not be happier for Jason Schneider. Yeah, um, so I taught it to Drew awesome. when we were our last. The day we were leaving, we all mm-hmm. went to like a little cafe in the uh, Comcast <laughs> NBC mm-hmm. Universal building. <laughs> and uh, So fancy. <laughs> yeah, with a fancy lunch. Yeah. Um, but we played Sponsored some games. And Trio, Trio was one of them that we, we played. We opened it up and yeah. played that one. Nice. Yeah, Heather talked about it almost all weekend because, of yeah, course, Heather's really my con buddy. So if you ever yeah. find Heather uh, <laughs> at the after the show or before the show, Heather's always with me. So and sometimes yeah. during the show. But uh, yeah, no, um, it was it was so good. And Heather talked about it so much. I was like, all right, I'm going to go up. I actually bought their last copy. So <laughs> <laughs> That's tremendous. Fantastic. I walked up on Sunday and I go. All right, I would like a copy. They go, oh, okay, well, well, let's go check. And they went and checked, and they came back, and they said, um, this demo copy right here on this table is <laughs> is it. And I go, I'll take it. I'll take yep. it. There you go. I'll take it. Yeah. Did they give you a, a discount because it had been played 700 times? Ever? Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It wasn't an actual demo one where they played it. Uh, oh. It was it was like one of those. Like that, a display. You know, yeah, a display like the, one. They had like the sign tape to it or something. Okay. Right. Yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> They had they had the sign. It was like, uh, do not uh, do not touch. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to touch it. I'm going to take it. So there we yeah. go. It's mine. <laughs> I mean, Drew's going to pay a premium if you're going to sell him something that says do not touch and he gets to touch it. Like, that's... oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but... You should have seen you should have seen Drew and uh, Ben right at the at that CNN or not mm-hmm. CNN at the Comcast Center. <laughs> they had a giant ball. Right. It was yeah. Like a. It was, it was some sort of experience with Steven, Steven Spielberg, Spielberg like... had made it or whatever. <laughs> and I walked up and I Ben was with me and I was like, Ben, let's go see if we can touch that. Yeah, they wouldn't <laughs> so, touch it. <laughs> they had like guards around it and everything like that. And they were like, but they got like, to touch it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I tried to talk Ben into uh, I was a bad influence for Ben. I told him I was like, hey, let's go, you know, just a couple blocks away and touch the Liberty Bell. So <laughs> those board gamers. You know, I know. Up to no good. Come to town and just <laughs> ruin everything. We're just having a good time living life. <laughs> I also did get to save a stamp when I went to PAX and I returned a review copy of a game to hey. to a publisher. I was oh, like, nice, nice. here you go. Like, um, Post Curious. Uh, they make lots of like puzzly storytelling type games. And they mm-hmm. had a game on Kickstarter that was Morrison Game Factory. 
Um, mm-hmm. and it is fantastic. So little little shout out name. for Post Curious, huh? I'm intrigued by the name. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's very like all of their games are very they're story driven, but they're like story driven puzzle tales, basically. Like sure. there are lots of puzzles in it, but the Morrison Game Factory is cool because it has a lot of like board game puzzles and things that you're trying to figure out. But it I would liken the experience to Box One by Neil Patrick Harris if you haven't played that. Also mm. equally fantastic, cool, hmm. very cool, unique experience. Like Escape Room in a Box vibes. Sure. Nice. Or a Haunting in Apex um, by Wolf Escape Games. Also very similar experience. Just a really unique uh puzzle experience. So they have they have really cool games like that. Um, so yeah, I was like, here's your game. <laughs> Rita was like, oh, you didn't have to bring it. And I was like, no, I wanted to save a stamp. Here you go. <laughs> but no, that's a really good one. I went to church this morning and handed out like 75 Christmas cards. And yeah, every right. time I was like, thank you for saving me 60 cents. Yeah, I thank you for saving stamp, me 60 please. cents. <laughs> oh, goodness. I'm taking I'm taking pictures for Christmas cards tomorrow. So we're going to try to get okay. that done Fine. and send them out. Nice. But, nice. Yeah. So so thank you all for bringing up Christmas cards. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done, man. I'm done. See. This year will be fine because your your newborn is just gonna lay there and look uh-huh, cute. Uh huh. It's 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 you get a couple of years down the road when they don't want to sit still. Or oh yeah, to... I've got a great one when I took my kids to see before I had the third child, and I took my kids to see Santa. And my my daughter, uh, was she must have been like one and a half, maybe close to two. And she's sitting on Santa's lap and she's like, just cry, like mouth wide open and her hands like this. She's going, oh, no, like she's just crying. And my son is like looking at her, just smiling, like the biggest smile. <laughs> it's the best photo. <laughs> yeah, that's when you end up uh, having 700 pictures taken just to get the one. Oh, yeah. You're gonna send yeah. Out They're like squeaking the toys behind the camera. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> I can remember when my oldest two were uh, were quite a bit younger that there was a couple of years where I you know we had to have taken a hundred pictures just to get one where oh, he yeah. was face front and smiling. Mm-hmm. All right, we're I think we're coming up on that time, so uh, we'll go around the table one more time and everybody uh, tell the folks out there where they can get a hold of you or find out more about what you are working on. Uh, let's start with Heather. Yeah. <gasps> Thank you. Um, I you can find me all over social media, Board Gaming Mama, on all social media platforms. Um, I stream on Twitch twice a week, um, normally Wednesday and Saturday nights, eight p.m. Um, Eastern Standard Time. Soon to be Central now, though. <laughs> I'll be Crazy moving ass. in a week and a half. Oh, I'll be in the Central. You're going to be in my time zone. Now. I will be. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, and then you can also find me on TikTok right now. I'm doing a fun Advent calendar. It's an escape room Advent calendar um, video a day. Um, this is the third year I've done it. It's what blew me up on TikTok originally. So if you want to check out some fun advent content, go to TikTok. Um, but nice. otherwise, uh, I don't have anything else coming up other than a giant big move to Wisconsin. So it's a lot colder than Florida. Good thing you got that flannel. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Good thing I, I didn't nice. buy that flannel for Drew Day. 
funny. How about you, Drew? Oh my goodness, Drew Day. That's what I'm going to call it next year. So it's going to be marketed as officially no. known as Drew Day. No, no, no. We'll we'll talk about that later on when things come to fruition for that. But marketing is going to be, <laughs> you know, branding is on point. Um, so. Where you can find me. You can find me on YouTube. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on TikTok. Those are the most common places that you can find where you can see me every day, posting one to two videos a day, where I'm just doing shorts, reels, or just TikToks of me just goofing off, talking bad about Cards Against Humanity. Or maybe I'm just, you know, just goofing around talking about how I'm flipping a table over. I have a lot of reviews that are going to be coming up and a lot of things that's going to be going on and happening. One of the big things uh, is this upcoming Thursday on December 14th, I will be going live on TikTok with Heather and a couple of other content creators and we are going to play the game. It's kind of a fun story. So we're getting together to play that and have just a awesome time together. But where you can find me is Welcome to Boredom. And that is Welcome to Boredom. Board spelled kind of like board games, if that makes <laughs> any sense. But you can find me on there. You can It's all over the place. Same place, same spot you can find me. Welcome to Boredom. And as well, you can see all the flannels and everything that I'll be walking through and wearing and, you know, mentioning something about, you know, just a bunch of friends getting together and listening to each other and talking about flannels and board games. And as we <laughs> are in the possession of getting possibly a ranch to work together and just... This is a cult. Oh my God. Right, right. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> so thank you so much. And I am super excited and hope to see y'all soon. Feel free to give me a visit on those channels. Awesome. And Andrew. Yeah, so you can find uh, all of our stuff at Family Gamers AA on pretty much everything. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, um, YouTube, everything. Uh, the A and the A is for Andrew and Anitra, who is my amazing co-host, partner, wife, hero, whatever. Um, yeah, so we're doing all sorts of fun stuff. Tomorrow we are releasing our review for Space Explorers Age of Ambition the seven module expansion for space explorers. So if you like uh, Splendor, but you want something a little more complicated or a lot more complicated, you definitely want to check that one out. Uh, and uh, yeah, every Friday we've got a YouTube video that comes out talking about some game five minutes or more it should be five minutes or less, but that never happens. But um, yeah, that's pretty much what we're doing. Uh, two reviews a week, having a great time doing it. And uh Eventually, we'll come out with that Shovel Knight review. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it starts, Andrew. Then you'll have to get another game with minis and another game with minis. <laughs> I mean, they are cool minis, though. Like, I got to give them credit, right? But I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> so you can find uh, what what I've been working on here um, quite a bit, actually, here recently. Um at salamandergames.com uh we've been working on our newest game hot diggity dog which is almost ready for kickstarter pretty excited about that whoop whoop um hot diggity dog <laughs> hot diggity dog yeah where you're um you are all uh hot dog vendors in a baseball stadium trying to outsell each other during the I like it uh, i like hot dogs. baseball game so 
uh, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, frantically trying to get the last of our uh, graphic design work done and, uh, and get some review copies out there so that we can move forward. Um, that probably isn't going to happen before Christmas, but shortly thereafter. Mm. Um, we're working on several other prototypes and I'm um, pretty excited about what the new year is going to bring for us. So that's great. Uh, we're also on all social media as Play Salamander. Uh, you can also find the show uh, at the Corner Game Table on most of the social media outlets. Um, and uh, we have a website, thecornergametable.com, uh, where you can find out more about the show and people that are on this show. And, and we promise not to go two months before our next episode. <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, con season has got... slowed down. So. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, there's a couple, pl- there a couple, couple times in the year where that might happen, right? right. So everybody's kind of busy and doing things. But, yeah, we'll, we'll uh, make sure that that's minimized. So, uh, so yeah, with that, uh, we will bid a fond farewell to our listeners and, uh, hope that they join us again next time in a couple of weeks for a more interesting discussion about the board gaming industry. Yeah. Have happy right. holidays too. Happy holidays, happy everybody. holidays, <laughs> everyone. Yeah. Remember to wear play your some... flannels mm-hmm. while you play your board right. games. Absolutely. <laughs> Don't give all your money to, to Drew. <laughs> no. Not all of it. Just It's a good membership just program. Tithing. Just yeah. save your tithing. Be, be wary of the Kool-Aid. The bowl is in the shape of a meeple. Right. You can't resist. <laughs> right, right. I love it. I love it. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, everyone. Take care.